Happy Saturday, my podcast family, and welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Today we're on, I always say on, but I mean in (laughs) the 39th Psalm, reading from the New International Version. I said, I will watch my ways and keep my tongue from sin. I will put a muzzle on my mouth while in the presence of the wicked, so I remain utterly silent and not even saying anything good. But my anguish increased. My heart grew hot within me. While I meditated, the fire burned. Then I spoke with my tongue. Show me, Lord, my life's end and the number of my days. Let me know how fleeting my life is. You have made my days a mere handbreadth. The span of my years is as nothing before you. Everyone is but a breath, even those who seem secure. Surely everyone goes around like a mere phantom. In vain they rush about, heaping up wealth without knowing whose it will finally be. But now, Lord, what do I look for? My hope is in you. Save me from all my transgressions. Do not make me the scorn of fools. I was silent. I would not open my mouth, for you are the one who has done this. Remove your scourge from me. I am overcome by the blow of your hand. When you rebuke and discipline anyone for their sin, you consume their wealth like moth. Surely everyone is but a breath. Hear my prayer, Lord. Listen to my cry for help. Do not be deaf to my weeping. I dwell with you as a foreigner, a stranger, as all my ancestors were. Look away from me that I may enjoy life again before I depart and and am no more. Well, it should be no surprise uh, which category this song falls into, right? It's another lament. And understanding David's life, I'm beginning to gain a better appreciation for why there are so many lamenting psalms. You know the saying, to whom much is given, much is expected, right? Expectations are another word for responsibilities and problems. (laughs) David being king opened himself up to all sorts of chaos. As king, God was holding him accountable for what went on in the nation of Israel. Prior to David being king, he was running for his life. Therefore, emotionally, he was a mess, like all of us. In an effort to bring himself some peace, David decides that he should just remain quiet. And sometimes that's not a bad idea, especially when words are flying in anger and people are caught up in their emotions. It's easy to say what's on our minds, and but it's not always prudent, though. So David decides he's going to be quiet. But funny how David admits that when he was quiet, his blood was boiling, then he couldn't contain himself anymore, and so he started talking. <laughs> how many of you can share that same story? Maintaining a sense of calm while inside you're just fussing and cussing the whole time. <laughs> when David reached his end, right, he, he, it's like he couldn't take it any longer. He then asked God to show him how long he would live. Do you find that odd? I do. But then I guess what David was doing in a sense was, in a very weird way, he was remembering that life is short and in doing so, Then you start to focus on what's really important. Because after he asked God this, 
he then feels the need to start confessing his sin, right? <laughs> David's confession, you know, and then reflects on God's discipline of his sin. Verses 7 through 11 are as if David is saying, okay, Lord, I've, I've had enough of your discipline. Could you please stop? I'm sorry. He begs God to hear him, to hear his plea. We as caregivers have a huge weight on our shoulders, right? On our backs, whatever, a heavy load. And the emotional toil of taking care of someone with a debilitating disease can extract all sorts of stuff, more, more than what you could ever imagine. It's enormous, the emotional toil at times. And this psalm is of a man who is emotionally distraught and in need of comfort. And I think we can identify with this. He seeks the comfort from where true comfort comes from, and that is God. You and I know that God always hears us, but that doesn't mean that he does not allow us to suffer the consequences of our bad choices that render us disobedient to his his word and his will. David may have been experiencing a little of this in this psalm, coupled with the responsibility of being king. I can imagine it was enormous. But you know, sin never makes our lives easier, does it? It always adds weight. It makes it heavier, you know, to participate in life, to to have joy in life when you're carrying the weight of sin. But Jesus wants us to give him the weight of our sin, does he not? The weight that keeps us bogged down, he wants us to exchange it for his lighter yoke. David asked God to look away from him so that he can enjoy life again, suggesting the consequences he is facing are too great and he wants God to remove them so he can be free. It's like he's calling uncle. For me, I don't ever want God to look away from me. Whether it's literally or figuratively, I always want God's face to shine on me. And it, and he does it, right? For all of us who are in Jesus Christ. When we sin, we can quickly go to God and ask for forgiveness. And even if we're suffering the consequences of that sin, God is still on our side. And believe it or not, he's eased the weight of the consequence of our sin. It's a privilege of being his child, right? Which is another way of saying that his face is always turned toward us. As you experience your emotional ups and downs, it's okay to cry out in anguish. That's a way of releasing some of the stress. Write a psalm if you want to, a lamenting psalm. But do not be ashamed to admit that you need some help, that you're frustrated. The first person you tell is just like David did. You go to God. And then maybe another trusted friend that God puts on your heart. And then you pray and allow God to show you how you can better manage your season of caring for your loved one. And possibly he'll bring you some relief in his timing, but it will be perfect. It is okay to lament. Lament is a way of us releasing the anguish of the stress of the days that we're carrying, the responsibility that we're carrying. And if there is sin, something that we've done, and the 
Holy Spirit has brought it to our attention, we do need to confess it before God. It'll make your your life a little lighter. The load will be more bearable to care, to carry. But don't ever think that God hasn't heard you because he's listening to us right now. God is ever present before you and his face is always shining toward you. And take comfort in that. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for being our God and we thank you for being Emmanuel, God who is with us in the middle of the struggle that we go through day in and day out of taking care of our loved one, of going to various appointments, from bathing, from eating, from changing of medication, through health care providers, family members who may not want to face what is really happening, just all of that, and coupled with just other things, parenting, work, spouses, all of that, Lord, it gets heavy for us, and we come to you with lamenting hearts saying, we're tired, we're frustrated, and we need help. We ask you, Father, to reveal the sin that is within our lives, within our hearts, so that we can confess it before you. And thank you for being such a good God that even though we may suffer a consequence of disobedience to you, you will never let that consequence break us. For we are your children. We thank you. We thank you, Father, for the knowledge of knowing that you are always listening and that you are always available to us and that there is no circumstance that is too petty, too small, that we can't bring to you. You are our God, and we are your people. Thank you for loving us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, my podcast family, go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. And have a wonderful Saturday. Bye.